when you've asked God to help you and he seems silent. When he doesn't answer me the way I want or expect, it doesn't mean that his answer is no. It means his answer is different, higher, better, greater, and more than, always more than. Thanks for joining us on Life Journeys, a podcast about thriving through the worst pain that life brings. With global initiatives threatening big changes to our way of life, we're going to need to activate Jesus' words about mountain-moving faith. Words That Work is the ongoing series on life journeys that is rooted in releasing revelational words of faith that will work every time and with everyone. It's about moving the mountains that keep us from the presence and goodness of God. It's about defining our life purpose and identity through encountering Him. Until we have the power to move the obstacles that are destroying our liberty and hope, there's an answer from heaven for you when you've asked God to help you and he seems silent. When he doesn't answer me the way I want or expect, it doesn't mean that his answer is no. It means his answer is different, higher, better, greater, and more than, always more than. Should I seek to move this mountain of national corruption, or should I seek to use my faith to become the person that this mountain is trying to destroy? Is it the mountain that must move, or is it me who needs to learn to consider this mountain of little consequence next to the mountain of the Lord? I know I talked about this last week, but it bears repeating. Has this mountain's removal become more important to me than the growth lessons that God is teaching me through its presence? Is my victory and God's glory dependent upon its removal? I want to talk about mountains of deception that are keeping us from the presence of God and keeping us from working with what God is doing today in America. I want to also talk a bit about the liberty to live in God's glory. That's the heart of it. I've learned to ask a long time ago, Lord, you knew this would come upon me and you let it happen. What is the message you have for your servant? One thing I've learned about my own pain and weakness, God has used them as a portal to come near to him and to find the absolute victory and glory of God. But in times of being cut back, God's presence has been so much that I seriously would not trade it in for mere physical healing if the power of God's presence within my life needed to be given up. Now, I know that God desires us to be healthy, whole people, but it's the journey towards that and the discovery of what's lacking that's important. As with me, so with the nation. Neither the pandemic, the government's corruption, or the liberal woke agenda is at the heart of the issue. God's not merely trying to get us to have a better government, better health care, or better social constructs. Those are symptoms. He's after the heart. He's after what he created us to be by which men and women can live in his glory. The simple truth is that the creation of God just won't work right without the God of creation. And that creation needs more than right doctrines, right religious codes and traditions, and right confessions. He created us to live among us in his presence. That goes all the way back to Israel coming out of Egypt, and it comes near to what God is after today. 
until we fought the so-called demons in our own lives that keep us from encountering the presence of God. All our efforts to cast out the darkness in our nation and city are going to miss the mark. How are we going to live the practical application of Jesus' words when he said, Have faith in God. Truly I say to you that whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be removed and cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says comes to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. How are we going to live in that? When my daughters or granddaughters or wife's life has been threatened, and they all have, I've had to find the liberty that brings down the presence of God. I needed to hear from heaven. I needed to know that God was with me in this. And that's precisely the liberty that describes ground zero when our world is under attack. What is God doing in this? What is his message? Where is his peace? That's a mountain-moving faith that needs to work when the lightning is flashing, not just when the choir is singing my favorite worship chorus on Sunday morning. This is the liberty that Paul spoke of, where we're free to come into God's presence and see his glory, and then realize that we're seeing our heavenly life and our image. You see, who we truly are before the throne of God and how we feel there is what our God-given normal is intended to be. And that's precisely what God is after when the winds of adversity start blowing. I just realized this morning that sometimes when I'm cut back an extra measure, it's because I need an extra measure of time with God. My liberty is intended to be used to encounter the glory of God and let it change me. My responsibility is remember that I need to move closer to having the power of God in my life and my words. Mountains in front of me that need to be cast down are the fears, which are from the idols that have caused those fears and which I'm struggling to surrender to God at times. You see, true faith and peace won't work without the fear of the Lord and our surrender to His will to bless us as holy temples of His presence. Today, God is working to bring us that liberty. I've been created to live the will of God on the earth as one who is like Jesus in this world, and so have you. Personally, God has had me on a journey of identifying the major mountains in my own life, and I must first move them by the revelation relationship I now have with the glory of God. By God's power, I must see the mountains of frustration come down, along with any other things that block others from seeing the nature of Jesus. I must nurture my revelation relationship with Jesus until he has personally told me what to do to overcome. Then I can speak to these mountains. For the American Christian, a mountain that must come down is acting like our freedom of speech comes from the U.S. Constitution, and it's something that we have a right to demand, or that it comes from the ballot box instead of from the power of the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 40 speaks to this as it calls for every mountain to be made low, that a highway of holiness be established, and that the glory of God be revealed. Mountains that we speak to must be qualified by the will of God to establish His kingdom in the earth. 
Too many motivations that try to speak to mountains standing in the way of the people of God are carnal motivations wrapped in spiritual cloaks. You see, it doesn't work well to put carnal expectations on divine revelations. I used to put it this way. The anointing of God won't work in a carnal cup. Lord, let this mountain of opposition to your church be brought low. That sounds good until we realize that the preacher speaking it usually has the motivation of a bigger church for his own glory, but he doesn't know it. His agenda is church growth, not kingdom growth, and God won't honor it. Trying to equate our will with God's will isn't easy as we might think it is. Our hearts need to be searched for the truth of our desires. Not knowing this is why so many people have turned their backs on God and many have become atheists. You see, God won't allow them to create Him in their own image. I don't wonder too much if I'm going to be healed. And I don't worry too much about whether someone I pray for is going to be healed either. I won't let my faith be held hostage by carnal expectations produced by twisted interpretations of divine revelations. Too often we want to see the power of God to validate our own lives. If hunger for the presence of God doesn't produce rather a holiness and a love through the times of testing and refining, then our journey towards words that work will be unfruitful. This is about learning to have an abundant life, whether it be in sickness or poverty or banishment, where you've overcome the assaults of self-pity and condemnation and injustices of all kinds. Who we are intended to be is a created being living in the life that is from above. Christ is our life. We are his temple, and we're partaking of him in communion with him, and he is in us. Faith is about seeing and perceiving this supernatural, spiritual reality. That's what God is after with mountain-moving faith in America. Scripture says, We may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. A couple of verses later, the Scripture says, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. Last November, I wrote these words. We've just finished a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday with almost everyone there, but it was also as bad as I've ever felt physically. Life was a terrible struggle of chest pressure and fatigue and instability. Up to this time, God's presence with me was strong and constant. Now, even with my own mental failures of frustration and selfishness, I found He is still with me. It's amazing to know that I have an abiding presence. Learning to let faith be a source to receive His presence instead of as a means of me getting my way has helped me grow closer to having God as a more constant, ever-present companion. He's my only great source of comfort in these days of being cut back, and even now, as I'm sharing this, months later and in a trying time, His presence has lifted me from distress. That is life, and that is liberty. You can unlock the presence of God in your life. 
There are revelation principles that remove the mountains, keeping us from joy, hope, peace, and purpose when our world gets turned upside down. Look for these words that work with Pastor Hardika as he shares what has helped him when life got hard. And don't forget to check out his book, The Fortress and the Firebrand, available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Thanks for listening to Life Journeys. Find new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. And if you're new to this series, it begins with the September 16th episode. When you've asked God to help you and He seems silent, when He doesn't answer me the way I want or expect, it doesn't mean that His answer is no. It means His answer is different, higher, better, greater, and more than, always more than.